Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Luther Mays and Ruben Torres, and we are live. And once again, hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. And, folks, what a week. Um, we are five days away from probably one of the biggest elections of our lifetime. Um, and it is heating up the battle left and right. And um, before we get into tonight's topic, I do want to tell you that um, the show is sponsored by the 501c3 nonprofit, studentsforabetterfuture.com. Uh, again, if you can go ahead there and make a, a donation, that would be awesome. Um, and also read about our internships and um, all kinds of programs that we have going on there for the youth. And uh, most of the day, in fact, this whole week, even probably up to the election and after that, uh, I think our listeners know that we are a country in a crisis, and no matter who gets in. And the latest crisis particularly with the WikiLeaks, has been heating up. And Luther, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes. Just today, uh, it was released by, um, I know Fox News had it on. They had mentioned that 100 FBI officers were going to uh, hand in their resignation a few weeks ago if the FBI director did not reopen the investigation of the um, email scam involving Hillary Clinton and her foundation. That sounds great. Yes, it does. You're making a statement. Uh, Right. They did. Well, they did. And what what is is revealed is incredible. Um, In fact, John Podesta also had told everyone to their emails. So what does that say? That says that they're onto something, okay? And we don't know. We'll probably find out tomorrow, um, whatever it is. But I want to bring on our guest uh, who who follows these stories intently, uh, and she is a journalist for the Heartland Institute. I'd like to welcome to the show Kim Kimberly Morin. Can you hear me, Kim? Hi. And welcome to our Hi. show. Hi. Thank you. Welcome to our show, Kim. Uh, I mean, Kim, where do we start with all this? Other than going I'm, crazy. Uh, we start with all of this that Hillary Clinton should have been in prison years ago uh, for all the crimes she's committed over the years of her public service, but that didn't happen because she's Hillary Clinton. Um, the... You know what's interesting, what's most interesting about these WikiLeaks dumps is they've admitted that these are true with their actions. Um, the DNC, uh, CNN firing Donna Brazil, um, with another one of them admitting, uh, Hillary Clinton admitting that she does talk differently to the public than she does talk in private. So they've essentially admitted, yes, these are real emails, these are our emails. So that's something that not that many people are talking about, um, and they're not denying it. So these are real emails. So everything you read in these thousands of emails is how the DNC thinks, what they do, and what they believe. This is the real them. This is them behind closed doors, that they're not showing their people that support them or showing the rest of the country. Um, so now, because... I've also gotten information uh, in, in these emails that there's also been some connection to um, p- a pedophile ring and human trafficking. Um, and if we remember back, uh, going back maybe about two years ago, maybe or so, um, there was a fellow Epstein 
and Jeff also Epstein, involves yep. the Lolita the Lolita Jet. Okay. Yep. Um, and, yes, where they were hiring young girls to service them on the plane. That was in uh, one of the emails. And if that's true, that's pretty bad. And, and I do believe that Epstein is a convicted pedophile, by the way. Um, yes. But, but that's pretty bad. And that also involves human trafficking. And right. I know in New Jersey from doing this and working with our local towns, if you're caught human trafficking, um, it's a hands down 20 years in life to prison when you do that. And that's a serious offense. Um, but, you know, let's go back to June of, of this year. And Comey, see, his action back then was sort of uh, wishy-washy. And most people believe that he should have called in a grand jury back then. Well, he he couldn't do that. Um, Even if he had recommended uh, prosecution, it's up to the Department of Justice. So I'm sure behind closed doors they had the conversation, but the DOJ uh, said, yeah, we're not going to prosecute this. So so that's, uh, I think, Uh, what happened there. So it's because of his involvement with the Clinton Foundation, correct? Um, I don't know. Maybe that, they wanted to let him slide? I don't know if that was the issue so much as the Obama administration doesn't want to prosecute because if all these emails come out, Obama's going to be implicated as well. Because obviously he had transmission and emails back and forth between Hillary Clinton. Of course, he could have pulled executive privilege and that would have looked really bad. You know, it was bad enough he did it during Fast and Furious with Eric Holder. But if he did it on these Clinton emails, that would have looked really bad. So I'm not quite sure all of the what happened with it. But, you know, we know for a fact that people who have done less than Hillary Clinton have gone to prison for it. So, so uh, Okay, so let's backtrack a, a little bit. Um, the emails were found on Huma Abedin's uh, was her shared computer with her husband, uh, Anthony Weiner? Okay, yep. which how, how would they have gotten there? She, in, in my knowledge, she would have had to put them there on purpose. But that's that's the only way I know. But is it, well, she so probably, they would have gotten. To, <clears throat> well, just like you know, if you have different devices, you, know, you can look on your phone at your email. You can look on your laptop with your email, your tablet. So the same way that they would have gotten there. She probably checked emails when she was at home as well. I would think that that would be the issue. But it's even okay, even if her husband, they use a shared computer um, rather than her own. That's okay. That's a total national security breach. He shouldn't be seeing anything. She's emailing back and forth, especially classified information. Absolutely not. Because it was, According to my knowledge, it was a shared computer, and he was sexting a, um, again, okay, here we go with sexting, and this one involves cyber sexting of a minor, okay? Right. And, um, and again, the law is very strict on that. And he, he was sending pictures of himself to this minor, and that's why the NYPD had to get involved. I'm telling you, it's almost a universal hands down if you get caught doing that or you participate in human or cyber sex trafficking in any way, your life is done. So it's something that we just don't do. And and that's what, so the NYPD started investigating and they found a file called life insurance on there. And And they opened up that file and that's when they found all of these other emails. Um, so yeah, because uh, Luther, what, go ahead. Well, I was going to say what's hysterical is they were totally investigating Weiner for this horrifying sexting probe that he's been accused of, and randomly they weren't looking for anything related to Clinton or or 
or emails related to that previous investigation, they randomly found them. And then they had to go get warrants to search for the for the emails. But that's pretty that's pretty uh pretty damning. And it's pretty bad that, that right. Britain's gonna get done in by a wiener. And uh, you know what? I, I mean not to mention I, I found this ironic that his last name is that you know, and that he's associated with this. Uh, um, but Luther, Luther, go ahead. Are you on the phone? Because I, I, I know yeah, you want to ask a few things. That's Wiener's estate. Wiener's his stage name. <laughs> I thought it was Carlos Danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just—it's just magnifying. They're—they're they're, uh, making. They're trying to make this look like they're accidents and stuff. This stuff. But as as they're looking into it, and they're finding the. They're finding more on the tip of the iceberg of what's going on. It's unbelievable. You know, they're looking for you know some. It's just everything is just falling apart on them on, on the Clintons. Um, well, it's about time. So, yeah, yeah. Good time <laughs> to do it. Thank so, you. Right, right. So, so now that they're going through all these emails, um, and WikiLeaks can hack their server. So now these foreign governments and anybody can hack their server, correct? I'm sure they did. And I don't know. Yeah, oh, they're blaming okay. it on the four the foreign countries, but they're actually pick it's they're, they're the ones that are making how everybody's seeing everything. Uh everybody that are countries see this. They probably know more. They're probably gonna come out with more stuff by tomorrow. It seems that every yeah, day it's getting worse and right. worse. We already know Russia is trying to do this kind of stuff on a regular basis. I mean, you can look. There's websites you can see China trying to hack into United States um, servers. There's actual websites that show that. Um, so that's why, for especially for someone as high up as the Secretary of State, you have to do everything in your power to make sure that that information is secure, especially this in this information age where we're not just calling up on a cell phone, I mean a, a landline, we're sending stuff and documents and, and important information via email. And Hillary Clinton completely neglected that. That's part of her duty. The woman is terrifying. She should not be anywhere near the White House. Not even to visit. She should be in the big house. Um, so, Kim, let me ask you. Yeah, would Sorry. This, um I have to do something. Could this have affected Benghazi per se? Okay, because oh, maybe maybe those governments who have had this, they they knew the information ahead of time. Yep. No, it could have absolutely. And, and I think somebody had suggested that too. And it could have saved their lives. Well, um, that's that's a given. They could have saved their well, lives no matter what. Yeah. And he should have. They should have never been there on September 11th anyway. Not given the circumstances right. of the, the condition that Libya was in at the time, especially when other countries weren't there specifically. They had already bagged out. So we should not have been there in the first place. Clearly there were some shenanigans going on with um, selling firearms to Syria or whatever, and they had to send them there. But um, we should have never been there in the first place. Oh my goodness! I right, go ahead. Lisa. I just can't believe that. I can't believe they let our people get killed like that. Kind of tells me maybe they knew something they didn't want them to reveal. Exactly. Well, we could go into that theory too, but. Well, that's that's a good theory when it comes to the Clintons. Oh, anything. That's the sick part. You know, anything is possible with these people. They are so morally bankrupt. And vile and evil, nothing matters in their world except for them. And frankly, I think Hillary would throw Bill under the bus in a heartbeat if they made her more money or powerful. Right, right. Bill was just used to get to the White House first to get get, get her power down the road. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. Bill's, um, so, Bill's her puppet, I guess you might say. Puppet pervert. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and and WikiLeaks has mentioned that there's more to come. Um, they're going to do another dump, and another stuff is, is coming out about them. And, um, I, you know, I being a, uh, a head of a nonprofit, 
um, and I have my contacts as well. And uh, some of them, you know, like Veritas Press, have mentioned things that about the pedophile ring coming out and, and that whole thing. And um, so we're going to wait to see what they release tomorrow. Yeah, I've been seeing um, stuff on that coming out today. Well, previous today, too, today as well. But uh, we'll see what happens. But can it get any worse? Oh, yeah. No. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, and, and, too, I want to talk about the polls, okay? Uh, are, are the polls, in, in your eyes, accurate? Or they also something that we need to watch out for? I think like the, the real clear politics. Oh, go ahead. Um, real clear politics. Well, they, real clear politics ha- has them even. Um, but some of these other polls here, like, for example, um, the ABC, or are the polls rigged also? I don't think that they're necessarily intentional. Well, they might be, but I think national polls are, I wouldn't rely on national polls, only because national polls, they are trying to grasp what the what the feeling is among 800 people to represent 165 million voters. So I really don't think the national polls are representative of what's really going on. I would look more towards the state polls, but you still have to be careful. You can't just look at a poll and say, oh, yeah, this is accurate. You have to look at, at their their polling method and the number of people they polled. Is it representative of the number of Republicans, the percentage of Republicans, independents, and Democrats in the state. I know we have one poll in New Hampshire that totally oversampled Democrats and leaning independent Democrats. And, <clears throat> excuse me, independents who lean Democrats. Well, of course all the Democrats were up in that poll because they oversampled Democrats. So, it's, it's, and it's not easy That's to do what polling. I'm thinking. I, yeah. And and you probably find um, some that over Republicans too. It all depends on the state, but you can't just take polls. That I would never ever ever take a poll at face value. I would always look into the details of that poll to see if it's truly representative. And I would, I personally would only look at state polls and not national because national they're not telling you all this what states these people came from. They could be. Polling, maybe all the people that they actually got to answer their polls were all in New England. Well, that's going to be mostly blue. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would, I would well, go same, by, try to find good state polls. Same thing here in New Jersey. I mean, if you tally people in New Jersey, everything's going to mostly be blue. But I have yep. a feeling there's an undervote that was not accounted for. Um, and, and this vote will probably go to Trump. Because, yeah, those are the indies uh, who haven't... Yeah, you're right. Those are those are a lot of independents who haven't been involved in politics, who've been, you know, just kind of ignored, and they're coming out and voting. Yes. And they will also look at his economic policies as well. And um, usually an independent... You know, they ask themselves, well, are you better four years ago than you are today? You know, mm-hmm. that's a, like a big question they ask in their mind. And most people will say probably not. Well, so then, not with Obamacare increases. Right. Um, I mean, but anyhow, Luther, Oops, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Kim. No, 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 go, go ahead, Kim. Uh, Luther, no, did I... you want to get in? <laughs> I know. I want to give... We, we yeah, talk. well... All the independents are for Trump. Um, a lot of your independents used to be Democrats, and they're for Trump. You know, that they uh, they're definitely. She's not that. These polls are not accurate. I I go all over the place, talk to people everywhere. Where are the Hillary signs at? Exactly. Yep. She's got all these paid people on the ground, you know, talking to voters and stuff, but. You know, where are all her signs? Literally, I see mostly 
Trump signs and mostly Republican signs. I'm not seeing all the huge number of Democrat signs that I would normally possibly see. You know, usually it's a mix. I'm not seeing that at all. Not even in New Hampshire, which is, you know, a swing state. Right. And I want to add that should Trump get in, the Clintons are finished. Totally finished. Uh, So she's out there, you know, they're actually literally fighting for their lives. Sure. And they they may do whatever whatever it's going to take. They they may pull some cheating scams on that day, too. They could could do that. Democrats always commit voter fraud in every election, but they can't commit enough voter fraud across the country to change an entire presidential election. They can can alter local elections because sometimes local elections, I know in New Hampshire at least, are won by one vote literally. So they can alter local elections, but they cannot alter the national election. That that would just – that would be way too much. They just couldn't – I just don't even think that's possible. Yeah, but right, but just how they cheat, and you know, with Donna Brazile, okay, you know, handing the questions to the Hillary campaign, you know, and that's number one, and then she gets fired from CNN, and then she gets uh, rehired by MSN today, and then she comes on Twitter and says, "Oh well, you know, listen, we want to win an election." That was her phrase on Twitter today. It's sort of like cheating is no big deal. That that was her, her phrase. And, and that... Listen, the entire Democrat Party is a criminal enterprise. It's not just the Clintons. It's all of them. They all fall into line with this. They all do what they're told. They all fall into line with what their party bosses tell them. They are a criminal enterprise. They are corrupt. They lie. They cheat. They will do anything, anything to win. And the ends always justify the means. You've seen that. You know Alinsky. This is how they are. This yes. is how they've been for a long, long time. And it's disgusting. And um, Americans need to wake the hell up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Americans need to wake up. Yes. Because this is happening on our watch. We've let it happen, and Republicans have let it happen, too, because they've always been nice and taken the higher road. Well, guess what? Get in that sandbox and throw sand in their eyes because they've been railroading you and rolling right all over you for years. And that's a good point you made because the the rhino Republicans have done nothing. Nope. And some of them have even have not even stood by Trump in this. So no, because they take bribes from that. Democrats. Yeah, um, they take we, from the need to look at, we need to look at that after the election too, because it's they're part of the problem. Is the is the Rhino Republicans, and, and you're right because they rolled over for so many times that now this country is the way it is. Okay, we, it's sort of like we have a lawless country right now. Everybody can get away with anything. Anybody can do anything they want. To be uh, clear, so it's, not them, it's our fault. It's Americans' fault. It's voters' fault. We let this happen. We allowed this. We didn't throw all the bums out when we had the chance. We're not paying attention. We're too busy watching Kim Kardashian's big butt on TV to be paying attention to what's going on that affects, actually affects our lives. That's I want to add to fun. that, Kim. Kim, watching porn, too. <laughs> you know, yeah. I had to get that one in because we. I said watching pornography too, because uh, yeah. I, I, we, yeah, because the group does um, a part of us deals with the human trafficking and the porn, and and that's how come I know so much about the human trafficking laws are around here, and and on that note, um, the the pornography industry is is billions and billions of dollars. And we, you know, we we've had have lots of problems with teenage boys and girls. By the way, the um, addiction rate um, for girls is one. It's something like one in three. Um, one in three who watch pornography and get addicted. So it's up for women as well. And you know, and, and 
and that's what they're doing. They're they're online. They're they're browsing and doing this, you know, and and watching the bad stuff. And like you said, Kim Kardashian. Those shows are, are kind of meaningless, you know. Right. And, and we have our kids trained in that. Well, um, and then you have, and, and remember, you also have Planned Parenthood in the high schools and in schools now, and they're teaching young teen girls. Go ahead, try S and M. It's okay. Go ahead, let your boyfriend hit you. Uh-huh. Planned Parenthood's doing that, uh-huh. and taxpayers are paying for it and allowing it to happen. Yep, and I'm adding to that again. The porn industry is teaching our kids sexual behaviors. So, so we have all, all kinds of stuff going on here. It's what um, you're talking about. Pretty much is a breakdown of the morality of the culture, and yep. um, and and that's what what we have going on here. So when we get somebody like Hillary Clinton in office, who does who, who pulls this stuff. To some people, it's like no big deal, you know. And I'm going to tell you a funny story because I go to the gym almost every day. And, um, you know, and, and one day, um, and this is how, how liberals are, okay. When I go to the gym, by the way, I go there to work out, and that's it. This is That's my one time of the day where I don't think about politics. But there's <laughs> one time, it, it kind of pissed me off because, you know, you go in there, you change, and, and you do your workout, and then you change again and come back. Well, I did my workout, and I went in the locker room, mind my own business, by the way, and a woman comes in. She has no idea who I am, okay? She goes, off. Oh. She goes, that Hillary is only up by one point. I am so disgusted. And she goes, who is that wiener guy on TV? You know, like that, bringing the politics in, and she goes, you know, I hope that loudmouth Trump doesn't get on, doesn't get in, because he's such a loudmouth and, and terrible, you know. And, and I looked at her, I said, I said, you know, I was thinking, what is so terrible if you can't name something that's terrible about him? Why would you come up with that? And, um, you know, and, and we're in the gym, and she's bringing the politics in there, you know. And a conservative, you know, we conservatives don't do that. And, you know, she started talking about this and that and, and whatever. And, um, you know, and, and lo and behold, I'm saying to myself, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to say to her, tell her who I am, you know, and that that will stop her from from going off and, and talking about all this liberal stuff in here. Because then she turned around and said, oh, there was all those Trump protesters outside on the curb there with Trump signs. And, and she goes, it's, it's incredible. Everybody around here is for Trump. <laughs> so, uh, you know, right, right. This is in a gym. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I, I said, do you work out here? And she said, no. And I said, well, what are you doing in the women's locker room? <laughs> and, you know, she goes, right. She goes, she pays a, a $19 fee just to take a shower there every day. This is my luck, what? you know, my one hour of the day where I, where I don't do politics, I got to get hit with somebody like this. And I looked at her, I said, you don't follow the news, you know? And she goes, no, I watch, I watch MSN. That's where she gets her news from. No, she you know? Uh, uh, right. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's like I got to deal with this in the, in the hour that I'm not supposed to be dealing with it. You know, and I really want to shake this woman down, you know, and, and say, listen, lady, you, you, you got to go get an education somewhere, you know. Um, but, you know, it, it's those type of people. It's like they, you're right, they watch them shows, they watch MSN, and they're meaningless. Um, so, but anyhow, let's get back to you, Kim. Um, so let's also... Um, Talk about the, the your prediction for Tuesday. Do you think Trump can pull this out? I think he can. I, I wouldn't. Too. Have, I I didn't think that a couple months ago, but um, you know I've listened to some of his speeches more recently, and one a speech he gave at Valley Forge on I think it was yesterday. Um, if he had been speaking like that for the past six months, 
he'd have even more votes. Um, it was a good speech. Don't necessarily agree with everything, but some of the things I disagree with, I could live with. Uh, it's unfortunate. Right. I've been. Uh, it's unfortunate for me. I've been watching this campaign for 18 months, and I I don't forget easily things that are said or done. But um, I, I honestly, I, I think he could potentially pull it off, and there's a couple of reasons. The black community isn't excited about Hillary. Why would you be? Obama's mm-hmm. done nothing for them. Um, the racial. We have no racial unity. The racial divide is worse than ever in this country. It's horrifying. Um, Hillary Clinton, everybody knows she's a liar and corrupt, even her own party. You have a huge majority well, of people who won't vote for her just for that. I heard, I heard something about, I heard something about that there was a rumor that he was going to, they were going to get rid of Hillary and let uh, Michelle run. <laughs> kind of <laughs> laugh because, because I, if I, they, I, her yeah. and Hillary were a team, they'd be a tag team wrestling match. They call them the bad water mamas, and they couldn't get a licensing in Flint to wrestle. Oh my God, that's uh, hilarious! Did you know? Yes. Did you know the Chicago Tribune asked her to step step down? Yes. It's a major of newspaper. That was beautiful. Yeah. Listen, the Shining. The you know who Doug Schoen is, right? Yes. He was a strategist strategist for Bill Clinton for six years. He knows the Clintons very well. He, when he came out the other day on Fox News, they have a weekly show with um, Harris Boxer. It's actually really good because it's a couple Democrats, Pacadell, you know, Pacadell, Doug Show, and, and I always forget the Republican's name. But he came out and he said, I cannot vote for her. I was floored, literally floored that he said that because this is a guy who's been standing up. And, you know, he admits she had faults, et cetera, et cetera. But he was still voting for her. When he ever said that Sunday, you know there's going to be hell to pay for him saying that within his own party. And, you know, well, even though he did all this stuff, that, that was a shine. That was a, a big moment, I think. Well, it's a full attempt for him to save his party by going against it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually, well, she, she, she should step down, you know. Because, uh, I mean, to to save that party, because not only that, they had um, issues with Bernie Sanders. If you looked in the WikiLeaks, that party was um, ready to kind of oust Bernie Sanders there. Well, Bernie's been offered a cabinet position, from what I heard. He's been offered a cabinet position, you know. He's probably out there Uh, on his chicken farm with Bernie. Oh, he is? He's been offered a cabinet position, from what I heard, by Tillery. Oh, you know, okay. Why he's okay. waiting at the chicken farm? Why he's waiting at the chicken farm in Arkansas with Bill and Monica, waiting for having a threesome? I guess the perverts. <laughs> Look, Bernie Sanders is a phony. He's a complete phony. Here's a guy who, you know, has all this money, never worked a day in his life at a real job. He's always been a political hack. He's he's a total phony, and people bought into it. Because they couldn't stand Hillary, they were. Well, I don't know if he's related. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's related to Colonel Sanders or not, but he sure looks like him. <laughs> oh, we need just a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but seriously, Bernie Sanders was. Who people could vote besides the fact that he's a flipping socialist, he was somebody against the establishment, and everybody knew that Hillary was just going to get coronated. And they tried by Hillary, Bernie Sanders beat Hillary by 70% in New Hampshire. They knew the people wanted him more than they wanted her. Yes, that's true. They must like his chicken. (laughs) Well, um, well, this will be interesting on Tuesday. And, um, folks, I I do notice we do have a heavy call line. Uh, If you press 1... You'll be in the queue, and we'll know that you want to ask a question. So, and and for all the other callers, you dial six four six nine one five eight one one seven, and that's the call in it. And you could listen to the show. Um, Ruben, are you there? I'm okay, here now. Just listen. Hello, Ruben. Okay. I'm here. Um, well, I've, you, you I've, want I've to ask a question, Ruben? 
well, I want to I want to make a comment in regards to you. You you had asked a question about um, is is Trump going to win or can he win? He he definitely can win. Uh, the only way Hillary, uh, I don't call her Hillary, I call her Killary, um, uh-huh. is if he commits voter fraud. If there's fraud in, in the election, she'll definitely win. But without fraud, she cannot win. No, Democrats make fraud every election. They don't commit enough fraud to take over an entire national election. They would have to commit fraud by the millions of votes. They can't do it on that that grand of a scale. They just they can't because not every state has the same kind of voting um, rule uh, machines. My state doesn't have the same kind of machines. We have paper ballots, so you know right. lots of things are like that. Every state's different. They can't commit it on a grand scale like that to to well put the election. They can they'll, help they'll, it. They'll try. They'll they'll try and commit fraud voter fraud in states that they feel that, that they need to uh, compete or, or, or they're not sure that they can win. Of course, they're not going to commit voter fraud in New York or in New Jersey or in California because they know they have those states locked up. But you might see that in Pennsylvania. You might see that in North Carolina. You might see that in, in, in Florida. You might see that in Arizona. Oh, no, you're going to see voter fraud in every state. That happens every time. There's voter fraud in every single state every election. They do it to affect local elections more so than national. I'm not kidding. I've done white paper research on voter fraud. Um, and, you know, yes. that, it, 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 it is the Democrats who own the majority of voter fraud. Um, you know, Bill Clinton in the 90s put in motor voter registration, and you get all kinds of people registered to vote who aren't even eligible to register to vote because they're just automatically registered to vote when they – going uh, to the government and get certain papers or things done. So, yeah, there is voter fraud in every election. Where it really affects is the local level, um, especially a state like New Hampshire, where we're surrounded by blue states. So they they literally send people from Massachusetts and Vermont to vote in New Hampshire to turn New Hampshire blue because a few votes will make a difference in New Hampshire and they don't make a difference in Vermont or Mass because they're always going to be blue. It's horrifying. It affects your local elections really the worst, and that's that's more painful than at the federal level, really. Yeah, no, I, so, I, I agree the, with what you just – go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, Kim, um, my concern on that is the machines. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this is true, but – uh, they, somebody told me a good majority of them were actually purchased by George Soros. Um, but And, of course, the, the digital machines and all that. And I don't know exactly the process, but um, if you remember the study in Princeton done by, uh, I think it was two professors, what they did was they put a virus in the back of the machine, and they showed how easy it was to put a virus in there. And then let's say if you wanted to vote for Trump, so you push the lever for Trump, but then it would register for Clinton. That's my concern is the, the deviousness on these, um, you know, and, but then again, I don't know, you know, like for example, I'll, I'll go down and vote at the machine, but then I don't know who takes the votes out of there and where they go to and how they get registered. Well, all of, for voting for, and I've watched, um, I usually, for a couple, several, few elections now, I watch at the end of the night when all the ballots are in, and um, certain places I have seen them hand count. They literally have to hand count and say to another person what the votes were. And that, this all has to be done in the public view. If they're auditing a machine or, or looking at a machine, that all has to be done in public view. None of this is allowed to be done in private. There's election laws. There's federal election laws that um, work on the federal elections, but there's election laws at the state and local level too. Uh, I've never had used a machine, and I would fight against getting them in New Hampshire if they ever tried. I like the paper ballots because you, you can actually put it into the machine. After you fill it out, put it into the machine and see that it registers. 
and then you always have it. I've seen a recount as well. So you have those hand-filled-in ballots to count. You don't have that with the electronic machine like you do with the hand. But I understand why they have the electronic Yeah. So the voter, let's say they, they vote for Trump, it's too bad you can't get a receipt that says you vote for Trump. Right. That's you know, a good that's, idea. That's what, that's what I'm getting at. They can't, the machine can't produce a receipt for you saying you voted for Trump or who you voted for um, in case that ever comes into question. You know, that that's always been um, a big thing of mine, you know, and, and I mean, right now I'm relying on trust, you know, because I go in and vote, you know, you push the lever down, but then I never questioned who counts it or where it goes to. So, um, Ruben, did you want to ask something? Well, you know, uh, the machines are definitely uh, owned by uh, Soros and, and, and one of his corporations. But I think I think the uh, one of the most important things that, that we have to look out on, on Tuesday is also the um, the number of people that are going are going to be cross going from one state to another like they they do in in the state of Illinois. They go, they get, they bust them into Wisconsin because Wisconsin has this policy, that they, uh, this this regulation that they, you can vote even up to the last minute. You can register and vote uh, even if, if you know, and you can basically even you can get a fake ID for from the state of Wisconsin that very same day and vote. So they, you know, the Democrats have been doing that for for a while, and I think oh, no, it's better in New Hampshire. You don't even need an ID. You oh, can okay. register to vote oh. the same day. You just need to sign an affidavit saying where you live. This is how they get away with sending voters from Vermont and, New- and Massachusetts to vote in New Hampshire. We had voters one time. There was like 80 voters at one address. This is how they commit voter fraud on the local level in the state. And this is why New Hampshire has ended up with people who should not be in office in our state local level because of voter fraud like that. They come here, they vote, and they just sign an affidavit, and we tried to change the laws, but our Democrat governors would never let us. And then they leave, and they don't get in trouble because they can't be found. Yeah, but, Kim, this happened This happened four years ago when Romney and Obama were competing. I, this was a federal. I mean, this was a federal election, and 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 that, and that happened because I have friends in in Wisconsin that they told me that 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 tends to happen every every four to eight years when there's a presidential election. So it's not just a local or state. You know, it, uh, happens, uh, you know, it happens. What I'm saying is, it happens every election, but it affects the, the local election. It's not going to affect the presidential election because you would need millions and millions of people to do that. What I'm saying is it affects the local election um, as far as getting Democrats in because you only need to win by a few votes sometimes if you're local. You know what I mean? But you literally need millions of votes to affect the national, I think. And I just don't think they so have how, that. How, how do you account, how do you account 100% uh, voting for Obama in so many different districts in Ohio? Oh, I know Wisconsin. that's so bad. In Houston, in Houston, in, in the city of Houston, yeah, all these districts voted a hundred percent for Obama. Yeah, that's that's hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and but then my next question is, um, and anybody who can answer this is, how come there was no um, nobody contested? Well, I, I, I can tell you from my own experience, because I was a poll watcher during um, for Romney in 2012, they didn't teach us how to poll watch. They just said, listen to the names, blah, blah, blah. They didn't say, by the way, you can challenge if you think someone isn't rightfully voting. And I was gone at one point, and I came back, and a woman told me, someone came in, said she was from Vermont, but was moving there. Could she vote? And they let her. We didn't. No one challenged her because they didn't know to do that. That's the Republican Party's fault. Yeah. 
<laughs> Are you guys still there? Yeah, you know, they, they've been at this game for a lot. They've been at this cheating game for a long time. That's just um, the voter squad's been around a long time. But like you said, local, it's easy yeah. to pull off. But federal, it's not. Right. Yeah, the yeah, Trump, the Trump train is so huge, they couldn't find enough gra- uh, graves to, to beat him. Man, yeah, I've never seen so many signs in my life, and there ain't a Hillary sign within 50 miles unless you go right in the middle of the city somewhere. And then them people ain't too, too, too happy to vote for Hillary anyways. So they made a big mistake by not letting Bernie win. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, yeah. again, uh, Trump Trump has the momentum. I think it's, it's his, uh, his – if he continues in this pattern and, and, and continues to do what he's doing – he will become a. He will become the next president of the United States. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm um, just getting static here. Thank you. There's literally zero enthusiasm for Hillary, except for by some left-wing feminists who just want a, someone with lady parts. They don't care who it is. That's it. That's right. Enthusiasm. How could it? Young people aren't enthusiastic for her. No one is. I know Democrats who are older, lifelong Democrats, they would never vote for her in a million years. They won't do it. Right. No. And that's the example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and in but, fact, um, Kim, since you mentioned it, um, there was a, a protest um, this morning at Trump Tower. Um, it must have been about 50 or 60 feminists out there. And, but, but that's all there was. And you're right, it's only the feminists or those type of people coming out every now and then. Well, remember, you know, so these are, the, these are the same feminists that still supported Bill Clinton, even though he's a serial sexual assaulter and was accused of rape. They still supported him because, oh, Bill Clinton likes abortion, so we, gotta, we have to support him. So these women are horrifying yeah. women in the first place. They're not feminists at all. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it will definitely be interesting on Tuesday, and actually we're on the air on Tuesday. Um, so we're going to be able to call the states as well as the news. Um, so we're, we're going to have a nice, you know, we'll probably will probably be a long night, uh, especially if it's close. And you know what? We may not. If the election is close, then, you know, one of them is – Whoever loses is obviously going to contest it. So if it's that close, well, it's you not have a winner. For... That's true. Yeah. It has to be within a certain percentage. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be that close that it'll be contested, to be honest with you. But it's always going to be a long night. Even during the 2012 election, I stayed to get results at a local polling station. It was 11.30 before we got to leave. And even during the primary in New Hampshire, I was at a different place, um, stayed for polling, uh, stayed for the results, and it was like 11 o'clock. I'm like, really? Can you count a little faster? <laughs> because it's you know, you know, right, right. a long night. It's a very long night. Yes. Well, by um, 12 o'clock California time, it'll be over. Trouble win. I don't want to stay up you, till 3 a.m. Please don't say that. No, you probably ain't going to have to. <laughs> uh, there's a lot uh, of people in California point. that date for the liberals. Yeah, exactly. She, yes. She but, might not even win that state. In, right. But just a point in history, um, uh, tr- uh, who was it? Truman actually went to bed before he knew he won. So <laughs> he actually well, yes, he <laughs> went to bed thinking he was losing. Wow. Yep. When, he got, when he got up within a few months, he started doing a lot of uh, deporting back then, too. Right, right. He supported so, a lot so of people. It, it will be, be interesting. Um, but go ahead, Ruben. Do you want to ask something? Well, one one of the, one of the interesting things that are, is happening, and and it hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, but we had Roger Stone la- last night here on 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 the program, and Roger Stone and Trump are being sued by the Democratic National Committee. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, because they, they because they're exposing the rigged system. <laughs> what are they claiming? Severance oh pay or goodness. something? 
They want some severance yeah, yeah. pay for being losers. <laughs> yeah, I told Roger. I, I told him. Uh, you know, they fear you. They do because he he's he's out there. Right. He's out there exposing. Uh, he, yes, he runs a, also runs a website called what is it? The Stone Cold Facts, I believe. Yes. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Well, he's got his oh, own. Oh my issues. goodness! Uh, he's not. He's he, he yeah he. He's definitely got his own issues, so whatever on him. But yeah, if they're gonna anybody that gets in their way, they're not gonna be uh, too kind to. We all know that. Exactly. Yes, that's true. That means that's gonna yeah. be a him. Did you see Doreen? Did um, you see? So, did you guys ever see? Now this is a sort of off, but it's on topic. Um, did you ever see? The Facebook post where someone says, this is why I keep a fork next to my couch, so that when Hillary Clinton comes on and then she puts up the fork and then she gets closer and it looks like there's prison bars in front of Hillary Clinton on, as she's watching her on TV. Have you seen that? Yes, I did. It's hysterical. So I did that the other night, and the picture I took just at this point, Hillary, she looks insane. I'll send it to you, Doreen. She looks insane, like the complete uh, of a lunatic. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is frightening. I didn't even realize, you know, I just took it. I didn't take pay attention to what I was taking pictures of. Just, it was her with the four. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I will t- tell you this. If Clinton uh, did lose, okay, and, and let's say it was beyond a certain percentage of points, I still think – that she will find a way to contest it in some way, um, especially like they did with with the election of, of two thousand. Um, I, I still think that she, because looking at her and her situation, again, if she loses, she's done. Does she deserve it? Absolutely. I don't. I don't think that she thinks she deserves it. I. I think that. That she's there's such a shenanigan that they will try to find a way to do something. Yeah, do, do you agree, Ruben? Okay. It has to be within the law. Yeah. It has to be within federal election laws. So you're right. I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't put it past her to do that. But it still has to be within. There's a certain percentage, and there's certain reasons, and it it does have to be in um, within the federal election guidelines. I mean, look at and Al that Moore. would be very. Yeah, yeah, that would be very interesting. Uh, well, back in, in in that election with Al Gore, that went to the courts, and the Supreme Court decided that one. Yep. Um, but this time, we don't have a. Um, should it go to the courts? Our Supreme Court is four four right now. Be very interesting, and um, correct me, Ruben, or anybody. Um, in a case like that, would it, would the election be ruled by the Senate? No, it would be. It's going to be decided by 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 the House of uh, by the House. House, okay. Yeah, representatives. The House of Representatives, the House. not the Senate, not the House of Senate. Yeah. Right. The, the okay. House, House of the Senate. Senate of the candidates that were in the election, they would have to choose. Right. Uh, okay, and. So yeah, but you know the way our houses and with all the rhinos in there, you, you don't know <laughs> what's up. They certainly would know. not. Well, I mean, not that. I don't think they would no, pick him. I was gonna say I Catch honestly that they would pick Clinton to be to be frank with you. I don't think they would be that. I I They're voting for uh, Paul. Luther, did you want to Yeah, yeah. All the rhinos are gonna vote. They're gonna vote. They're gonna go for Trump because yeah. um, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a grab it's a power grab between these two parties. They're they're all in together, but when it comes down to who's gonna have the power, oh, if the rhinos get a chance for a Republican to be the president, you can bet you can bet they're gonna go with Trump. You know, but right. okay. So okay. So then comes after the election. Um, what message Kim would you have for the conservative groups? no matter who wins after this election. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I, it, I, it, I think I know. 
but go ahead. Well, here's the thing. And I guess I, I guess I'd rather wait until after the election, but I'm I'm actually speaking at an uh, a, a GOP committee meeting tomorrow and the chair left it up to me of the topic and I was like, Oh, you might not have wanted to do that. But <laughs> um I think the the biggest point is to get to teach, educate, and inform people about conservatism, but don't use the Constitution, don't use logic and reasoning, use emotions, and use stories. Have any of you ever read um, The Conservative Heart by Arthur Brooks? No, uh, no I haven't. Okay, read that book. Um, he, in it, he talks about, um, he talks about stories, about how capitalism helped this woman in India go from being completely dirt poor to she started her own business. There's less regulations in other countries than we have in this country. It's easier to start a business in third world practical, you know, countries that are practically still third world than it is here. And and he talked about that. And so if you, excuse me, you have to use emotion to get people and you have to use emotional reasoning, reasoning being, you know, a, a, a kind of a opposite word from emotions, right? But that's what the left mm-hmm. does. That's what people understand. When we are fighting for constitutional carry in New Hampshire, we flipped the narrative on them and pointed out that it was a racist law and it was against women's rights because women were being discriminated against. And we hurt them with that. I mean, our governor didn't pass it because she knew she was going to get paid back from Michael Bloomberg, but the entire... Senate and Congress passed it, and even a couple of Democrats at one point flipped and, until they get beat on by their party. So if you use emotional reasoning, that actually makes sense, right? It's really actually happening. It can work. And, and you can't just say, oh, the Constitution, this or that. Forget that. You have to use emotional reasoning because that's what people understand. We have to understand that our electorate doesn't pay attention to politics. We need to, people to understand that conservatism is the best ideology for everyone, not just some people, for every single person in this country. It is the best ideology. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, folks, we're actually running out of time. Um, Kim, I want to thank you for coming on our show tonight. And you're always Thank welcome. And, Thank you. And uh, Kim, do what's your website again? Um, I, I'm the editor of New Hampshire Political Buzz, where I talk mostly about local politics. But I'm also the um, I'm also a writer for the Federalist Papers Project, which is national. And I'm on the Real Side with Joe Messina, which is a national uh, radio show. I'm on every usually Monday night. Oh, okay. And if you want, you could send me the links, and and when I do the write up, I could put the links in there. Sure. Um, well, so yeah. Okay, folks. Uh, and Luther, you want to do a closing? Well, um, we just got to get um, the old skid these Democratic people to open their eyes and don't be so blind and uh, and uh, get their attention, and I think their attention is every day they're starting to pay attention to what's going on, and we got to start teaching the people. Mm-hmm. If we don't start teaching these yep. people, they're all going to be saying, where's my job? <laughs> well, when did they, what jobs has Obama made? When the Democrats make jobs for poor people, I want to know where they're at. What, a part-time job at McDonald's? And then you pass Obamacare, now people don't want to get 40 hours a week because they don't want to pay the insurance, these companies. All they've done is destroy yep. the people. They, they're going to come after people for bills and on, when they can't pay it. They're going to guarantee your check. They're probably going to guarantee your house and push us all to the city one day. That way they can just keep taking the material out of the ground because that, that's the plan. Yep. Okay. And so, Ruben? God bless. Well, like uh, I stated yesterday, we, we need to, uh, for all patriotic Americans to come out and vote Donald Trump, because if that doesn't happen, we're getting a, a third term of Obama. Obama, that's it. Amen. Eighteen and, trillion. Um, that's, folks, we're getting dangerous. 
Yep, and, and yes. folks, we have to wrap up. Um, tomorrow night we have Dr. Jerome Heiler on again. Uh, he will be bringing this, the update of, of WikiLeaks and also talking about economic policies under the Trump and Clinton administration. Um, and then for next week, next Monday, again, we are on again. We actually have a, uh, a Muslim group who is supporting Trump, and we would like for everyone to hear that story. And please go to studentsforabetterfuture.com and make a donation. That would be awesome. And thank you, and good night. Everybody have good a night. good night. Good night. Yeah.